The minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. We meet people every Sunday when you come, it's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's to me is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to the church because I, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love. And um, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home.
thankful. We are thankful for entering into your presence, Lord, with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise, Lord. This morning, we just ask that you help us to clear anything away that is not like you, that we may worship you, Lord, in spirit and in truth, Lord. We thank you for all the trials and the storms that you are bringing us through and that you've brought us through, Lord, and that we're going to go into, Lord, because we know that the victory is yours. The victory belongs to Jesus this morning, so we give you the praise this morning, Lord. We ask that you prepare our hearts to receive the word of God. The word of God that comes forth from this pulpit, Lord, and we thank you for that word, Lord. We thank you for our pastor, Lord. We thank you for keeping him and keeping him safe, Lord, and giving him that vision to feed the word to the flock this morning, Lord. We ask that you touch someone who may be discouraged, Lord, and touch someone, most of all, who may need to be saved because only the blood of Jesus saves, heals, and delivers, Lord. So we thank you for all these things. We praise you in advance. And we will give you all the praise, glory, and honor. And it's in Jesus' name we pray this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. Amen. How many of you know he deserves the praise this morning? He deserves it. Amen. Yes, Lord, you deserve it.
worthy but Jesus this morning only he deserves our worship and praise amen only Jesus hallelujah hallelujah that is the highest praise this morning amen we got to praise if we want to get it out this morning amen hallelujah
up this morning. We thank him for worship. We thank him for dying in our place, being buried and rising the third day with all power in his hands. We thank him for his grace. We thank him for his mercy. We thank him for his long suffering. We thank him because he has not according to our sins nor has he rewarded us according to our iniquities he's been good oh taste and see that the Lord is good we praise him father bless your name glorify yourself Magnify yourself that we all may see Jesus, the author, finisher, and sustainer of our faith. Bless every home under the sound of my voice, every child, every grandchild, every marriage, every ministry. We pray that you would move mightily among us. And at the end of the day, help us to look to the hills from whence cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not suffer our foot to be moved. 
he who keepeth Israel will keep us. And we thank him in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. We're going to have two scriptures and prayer. Church, say amen. Our first scripture this morning is found in Psalm 119, verse 6 through 16. Psalm 119, verse 6 through 16. And if you have it, say amen. amen. Verse 6. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statues, O forsake me not utterly. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways? Yeah, yeah. By taking heed thereto according to thy word. Yeah. With my whole heart have I sought thee. O let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. Verse 16, I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Our second scripture shall be found in John, St. John, the first chapter, verses 1 to 10. St. John, first chapter, verses 1 to 10. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Verse 10. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. May the Lord continue to richly bless those who apply the word.
Good morning. Let us pray. Dear Lord, dear God, our Father in heaven, Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, for another day, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can come in here and worship you, Lord God. In spite of the things that are going through in our mind, Lord God, in spite of the pain in our body, Lord God, in spite of the struggle paying our bills, Lord God, we here to worship you, Lord God, in spirit and truth, Lord God. We know, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you are in control, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Touch your heart today, Lord God. Help us to have love for one another, Lord God. Help us to help one another, Lord God. But most of all, Lord God, help us to lift up the name of Jesus, Lord God. It's only at the name of Jesus, Lord God, that knees should bow, souls should be humble, Lord God. So have your way today, Lord God. Bless our pastor, strengthen our pastor, watch over the first lady, Lord God. But most of all, Lord God, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Have your way in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Pray for the people of Ukraine, Lord God. Keep them strong. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.
God is great and greatly to be praised. We greet you in the precious, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And truly God is an awesome, 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 awesome God. And uh, we are thankful for you and praying for you and the family, praying that all will be well. God is in control. Amen? Um, I want to kind of elaborate on the overview of our ministry. And um, this is not just a weekly social gathering. We have a vision. And our vision is to exalt Jesus Christ and to share him with other people. Amen? Amen. Reaching, teaching, and discipling. We want to thank God for Deacon Armstead, all the deacons that was here yesterday for our youth basketball tournament. And I don't want to stop mentioning names because I'm going to forget somebody, but I want to thank Deacon Armstead and... uh, and, and all the rest, a lot of deacons showed up, and I'm very proud of you. We do these uh, platforms so that we can witness Jesus to other people. And what people don't understand is that this church is owned by Jesus. It's not the pastor, not the congregation. It's owned by Jesus. And all purposes is to lift him up. And our job is to go out into the world, amen, and to reach the lost with the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen? amen. That's our whole purpose. Read the, read, read the vision. Hey, that's our whole purpose. And everything, the budget, the money, the energy, the efforts, the ministries, everything, amen, is working towards that goal. We're here to lift up Jesus. In the CDC, when people come to work out, we're here to give tracts. And if you're ashamed to give tracts, I don't want you nowhere in the way. In, in the nursery or the, uh, in our superior start, uh, when parents come in, we give them tracts. That's our property, and I'm thankful to God uh, for that. Praise God. Um, and, and so we are depending on faithful people. I want to thank our ushers and our choir for being faithful. Now, now let me stop pausing. Pause. Everybody's not going to be faithful. They're going to show up when they want to show up. Just be faithful. The Lord will bless your faithfulness. Amen. The ministers, the deacons, the elders, just, just be faithful. Faithful to the end. Amen. And uh, all the ministries, every ministry in this church has a mission statement. And that mission statement is why that ministry exists. It's to exalt Christ. Amen. And uh, so I'm thankful to, to God for our church and for all things. And that's why some of you don't understand me. I'm driven to exalt my Christ. I'm not into people's feelings or what they think. If God wanted your thoughts involved, he would have called you. Amen. He didn't call you. He called me. And I'm going to be this way to the day I die. Jesus first, Jesus only, Jesus exalted. Amen? Amen. 
To God be the glory. Great things he has done. So uh, I want to thank you. And then I want you to pray. Our world is wicked. You see what happened to Buffalo. It's wicked. It's wicked. Uh, Crania. It's, it's just wicked. Pray God's purposes are being realized. Because in the last days, there's going to be a falling away. Amen. And uh, people are being influenced by all other medias. And they have closed their Bibles. But the word of God is eternal. It lasts forever. Amen. So be encouraged in the Lord and the power of his might. And put on the whole armor of God that ye may, amen, um, you know, hang in there to the end. Praise God. And uh, so we are running a race, an agon, an agony. It's not easy. Amen. Only the faithful going to make it. Praise God. And so we, we thank God from whom all blessings flow. One time we had three services here. You couldn't get a seat. Amen. I am not in any way uh, disillusioned or disturbed if 10 show up. I preach just as hard as with 10,000. I'm not into that. I'm not here for me. I'm here for him. Can I get a witness? And that's, that's what it's all about. Praise God. I don't agree with social media. Don't agree with Facebook. Don't agree with all that other stuff we get into. I run this church according to the word of God. And if you read it, you would say amen. Can I get a witness? So I just want to say that and uh, be finished with that. But uh, praise the name of Jesus. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Now, I want to do something that um, I think is apropos. Uh, Tony Tyler, you up there? Come on down, man. Come on down. Praise the Lord. And uh, I want to make sure that we fully understand. I wish you could. Luther, come and get this thing. I don't know why she pushed you so far in the back. Okay, I praise the Lord. There you go. All right. Yep. Reverend Tony Tyler, come on up here, man. Praise the Lord. Tony is relocating. This is last Sunday here. And uh, let me say this to you. He has been faithful. Give people their flowers. He's been faithful. He's been faithful. He's been faithful. And... need to say this, he has worked in the youth department well over 25 years. My children and most of your children that came to the youth department every Friday night, uh, 
Tony Tyler, Dan Spencer, Steve Jones, and uh, Tanya Kellum. I'm trying to get used to that. <laughs> and many, many others in the youth department took your kids and my kids. They didn't get paid. They were here faithfully every Friday night, training them up in the vision of the Lord. Amen. And um, I know they went on a wild water rafter trip, and my daughter fell out of the whatever you call it. And, and Tony said, let me get her before I get my kids. <laughs> and uh, I'm thankful I'm thankful to Tony, and, and I think it's only apropos that uh, we present him with this beautiful, beautiful plaque, amen, to Reverend Tony Tyler for his extended service and faithfulness to this ministry. I gave the elders, I gave a lot of the uh, uh, leaders, uh, I, I try to honor people while they're still alive for their faithfulness. Not, not being a member, not showing up on Sunday and running back out the door. Faithfulness to Jesus Christ. Amen? So, Tony, I want to present this plaque to you and uh, let you know that we do thank God for your service. We love you. We praise God for you. You have done a marvelous, marvelous job. And you have... Uh, you're being honored, man, for sacrificial service and faithfulness. And I didn't want you to think that uh, the church was going to forget. We, we don't forget anything. We remember the good, the bad, any of it. But I want to thank God, and I want you to just make short remarks. We love you, man. Thank you so much. Amen. And uh, to God be the glory. First, give me honor, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to my pastor, our pastor, Dr. Raymond Gordon. Um, I came here in September of, two, of uh, 91, September 91 is when I came. We were across the street, pastors talking about how we used to be full in here, but I remember being downstairs in the other church watching service upstairs on a big old gigantic widescreen television that we had and you have to get here for bible study just so you can get a you know for sunday school just so you can get a seat for church and then i remember when we went across to uh to the high school and then came back over here in the march over here but my whole entire growth has been here at st matthews i was saved when i came but i didn't know what it means and um the blessing is that I had an awesome pastor who poured into me. And um, there was a time where, you know, everyone was trying to become, not everyone, but people were trying to become best friends with pastor and everything else. And that's nothing I ever wanted to do because I looked up to him at such a point, I wanted him to be that father figure for me. And he has always been. technology I will be a member constantly of St. Matthews I will be I'm able to remote in and help run the broadcast 
if they have a problem, I'm able to run in and still take log in and take care of all the IT work that I do as well. So that's all a blessing. They're going to have a problem because if they don't have a pastor that teaches the word, if they don't have a pastor that rightly divides the word, if they don't have a pastor that has integrity, if they don't have a pastor that ain't sitting around sleeping with all the, everybody in the daggone, someone will have a hard time making up for what my pastor can do. Well, it ain't just that. If they don't have a first lady, that's a lady. If they don't have a first lady that supports her husband the way our first lady supports her husband, if they don't have a first lady that you don't see Sister Gordon ever stand up and talk negatively about pastor, we don't know what goes on in the house, and we don't need to. We see her stand strong by him all the time. And if the new church I'm looking for don't have that, I ain't joining either. I know Pastor said be brief, but you know I'm a minister, so we talk a lot. I, I appreciate everything. I love St. Matthews. It's very hard for me to make this next change in my life, but God has opened these doors, and he has not shut any of them. It's like literally been open constantly. I will say this, and as I leave, that's kind of funny, though. When I walked in today, I slipped coming into the building, and I, and I almost went down. You know, it's water on the bottom of my shoes. And I almost went down. I laughed. I said, look, is that you telling me I need to stay? But then the Lord said, no, you know, pastor would drag you out in the middle of 322, say you weren't in the building anyway. <laughs> so I said, all right, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> Thank you. I love you all so much. Thank you so much. Praise Jesus. Had a woman years ago slip on the ice. She came here Monday and said, I slipped and hurt my back. I said, who saw you? Uh, God bless you. So uh, I want the whole youth department to come up. If you were in the youth department, come on up here real quick, please. Praise Jesus. That's right. Stand. Stand. No, stand here. Stand here. Stand here. And I want... Uh, I want Tony to go down and let them greet you, shake your hands. Let's get a Lord a hand clap. Amen. And I want to thank all the youth workers. My God. Amen. Thank God for all of you. Truly God is an awesome, awesome God. Excuse me? Where are they? All right. Well, tell them to come on down, man. I'm on the clock. I'm on the clock. All right. God bless him. God bless him. There you go. There you go. There you go. Praise Jesus. Let's get a Lord a hand clap. Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you so much. Truly, God is an awesome, awesome, awesome job. Amen. Youth department, I didn't mention the youth retreats for years that up in the mountains of the Poconos, 
how they watched over your kids effectively. I want to thank God for them. Amen. And so we praise God for the work and wisdom uh, and the attitude of worship that they've had over the years. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, um, remember our sacrificial offering due September the 18th. Um, and uh, God is good. Again, we were closed 16 months. We're uh, moving uh, very responsibly, and every penny will be accounted for. Listen, listen let, me, let me stop pausing part. By the grace of God, and it's all grace, I'm going to do what's right. Because I don't want to interfere with my blessings, my children's blessings, and my rewards when I get to heaven. Can I get a witness? I'm not into that. So understand that everything we do here is going to be right on. Amen? And where much is given, much is required. Praise God. So we praise God from whom all blessings flow. And I am really... Uh, uh, thankful to the Lord for all of you, and God's going to bless you as you, amen, follow me as I follow Christ. You got to follow the man of God. God speaks to me. God, God does not make conference calls. He spoke to Moses on Sinai. He spoke to Joshua. He spoke to David. And he spoke to Paul on Damascus Road. And he speaks to me. He, he leads, guides, and directs me. Amen. And I'm thankful. The proof is in the pudding. Thankful to the Lord, again, from whom all blessings flow. And I want you to understand that portion of God, that we are being led by the Spirit of God to please him in these last and evil days. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Amen. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God-given no matter how you try. We're taking up one offering, our tithes. Tithe is a tenth. Amen. As you give God, God will give you back. Amen. And God will take care of you. God will bless you and your family. God will take care of your needs. Our choir will come and sing church say amen.
Hallelujah. We're going to ask the ushers and deacons to come. Today we celebrate our communion. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Let's stand for toy. All things come with thee, O Lord. All things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine
your name this morning. We thank you for your Lordship. There's no other God but thee. Jesus, your King of kings and Lord of lords. Thank you for your goodness, mercy, and grace. Thank you for your long suffering. Thank you for fixing our fractures, healing our hurts, being there when we felt lonely, Thank you for lifting us up when we were downtrodden. Now, God, glorify yourself in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Church, amen. Church, amen again. What a mighty God we serve. This morning, I want to challenge your hearts momentarily around a certain concept. And that concept is from the natural phenomena of nature. No pains, no pearls. Pearls are made inside of oysters who take an irritation and work it to make it a pearl. as particles of sand get into the oyster's mouth and starts an irritation that causes the oyster to work overtime as a defense mechanism to formulate pearl. Once the sand gets in, there's a milky substance that's emitted within the oyster, and the process is called tropification, that in two to four years, he is making a pearl. And in a similar sense, God allows us to have irritations. One, one of my concerns about believers is that you have conjured up this thought that because you are saved, you should not suffer. When suffering is part of the saved life. 
in this world, you're going to have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Paul says First Thessalonians 1 and 3. It was God who called us to afflictions. And these irritations in the lives of believers are designed once we trust, transfer, and are transforming our troubles into triumphs. These irritations later become pearls. And we know that all things are working together for the good. Now, folk want to go to heaven, but they don't want to suffer anything on earth. And there are folk in church, and this is a tragedy. You don't care about pleasing God, reading your word of God, walking with God. You just want to know you ain't going to burn in hell. Well, that's fine, but you're going to burn in hell down here. Fact of the matter is, metaphorically, all of us have these irritations. Every last one of us. And you cannot hope that another person will remove the irritations. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, is that uh, we have these irritations and God wants them to turn into pearls. And in time, they will turn into pearls as we struggle within ourselves with what God has allowed in our lives. I, I have this Gordonism that I keep telling myself, I have to learn to live with my limitations. God has enacted certain limitations, and I got to learn to live with it, live with it, live with it, that uh, it's God's will for me to live with it. So this morning, I want to look at three areas in which our irritations are problematic and they hurt. They hurt. But God wants to turn them into pearls. And that's why, let me, let me, let me, let me stop pausing part. That's why marriage is not perfect. Because God didn't call you to marry somebody like you. And maybe thank God they ain't like you. Somebody got to have some sense. And, and in fact, pride and, you know, we, we start going across the line and looking how they perceive things, how they react to things, and then we want to give our little controlling opinion. That's not the way you should do it. God didn't make them like you. We're all different. Can I get a witness? How I pastor this church is different from how Keith Reed and David Evans and others pastor their church. I'm not interested in how they, what they do. I'm interested in what the Lord's putting on my heart to do. Can I get a witness? So I want to say that because we tend to become opinionated about everything. 
Can I get a witness? And and the fact of the matter is, is that uh, um, God allows these irritations. And you keep living, you and I are going to be under uh, irritations to the day we die. Can I get a witness? To the day we die. There are some days you get sick of yourself. Can I get a witness? And you go home, look in the mirror and say, self, I'm sick of you. Amen. And then say amen. Praise the Lord. So one of the things I want to deal with is we see, we see a reflection of our painful past. That in our past, sinful particles seeped in to our innermost being. And they began to irritate us. Could be a lack of true love. Some people have never been loved. Could be rejection. Low self-esteem. It, it could be a host of things from your history. Amen. And, and these particles, these irritations cause conflict. Amen. And the conflict is not only within us, it's at other people. Conflict, conflict, conflict. That is that uh, we, we could have grew up in a home where we didn't like the way our fathers talked to our mothers or our mothers talked to our fathers or uh, we felt some kind of way of how things were being run. And all of that his, history all of those reflections of the past formulated how you think today. Yeah. How you think today. How you think today. If you want to find out something about somebody, just look at the history. The history tells it all. Amen. It's called the History Channel. You need to turn to the History Channel. And the history will tell it all. Can I get a witness? Your wife, your husband, your children didn't make you the way you are. Your history made you the way you are. Some of us want to control everything because we were controlled. Can I get a witness? And, and the fact of the matter is, is that, that that painful past, that sense of reflection, uh, did something within me. I wouldn't love properly. I wouldn't raise properly. I, I was taken advantage of. I was, I was, you know, beat for nothing. I had whatever. Just keep listening to the history. And um, so the fact of the matter is, is that that's why Peter said to the husband, study your wives. You got to study one another. And they weren't raised like you. They weren't raised in the same environment as you. Can I get a witness? Yeah, and, and so, uh, you know, people, well, he's, he's old and foggy. Well, that's, that's all I know about church. I know I was in church every Sunday. I didn't take off. I couldn't take off. Can I get a witness? And, you know, my kids are grown now, and they're out on their own, and sometimes we get together and they say, yeah, Dad, you were hard. You didn't allow us to do nothing. And, I, and my response is, I don't apologize. I was trying to protect you. And I'm not going to apologize. When you raise your kids, you can do what you want to do. 
Can I get a witness? But at the end of the day, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that now that I rethink it, I could have been different in some ways, but I wasn't. So it is what it is. Can I get a witness? You, you not spend night anywhere? Amen. I'm not going to let you hang with any old body because I got to protect you. And uh, I had relatives in, in South Philly say, wait, your kid's too good? I said, yeah, they too good. They ain't coming over there. I don't know who you let in your house. I don't know what kind of rules you have and whatnot. And so, you know, the whole, the whole matter is uh, uh, that we make, we look back at our historical view of, of the past the re- and we reflect and we start to see things that never took place that are making us amen the way we are right now. Ir- irritations that God wants to turn into, Lord have mercy, pearls. That, that is, there was no discernment about the past, no true discernment about the past. I lived for pleasure. I party, I went out, I did my thing, that's what I lived for. I wasn't interested in marriage, I wasn't interested in relationships, I was interested in pleasure. Can I get a witness? And, and the fact of the matter is, is that God then gives me discernment. So here's where the word comes in. In Psalm 119, it's an acrostic psalm, Psalm of David, the longest chapter in the Bible. There are 22 sections. Each section begins with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and each is talking about something totally different. It it, it deals with Psalm 119, the attentive word of God, Amen, where we are to hear and take heed. How shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed to the word of God. Can I get a witness? And it wasn't until I was afflicted that I learned how to trust him. As you go through Psalm 119, you start to see that it is, listen, it is an enriched word. It is an engrafted word. It is, hallelujah, an encouragement word, an encouraging word, Psalm 119. You need to read it sometimes. Read it in sections. And it was read in your hearing this morning. Then you get to John 1.1. It's the eternal word, the logos, in the beginning. The beginning of what? There, there, there is a problem with the word beginning, Roy, because uh, contextually, is a contradiction. There is no beginning of eternity. In the beginning of eternity was the Word. Jesus is the Word. The eternal Word is personified, and the Bible says He is not only the eternal Word, He's the creative Word. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made And in him was life, and that life was the light of men. And he is the lamb, he's the ladder, he's the liberator. All all this is in John chapter 1 as the eternal word of God. But then when you get to Hebrews chapter 4, and the book of Hebrews is the preeminence of Jesus Christ to prove that he's better than Moses, better than Aaron, better than angels, 
When you get to Hebrews 4, it is the experiential word of God. The word. And you know why we got saved? Because God managed to call us by his word. We were called to be saints. Lord, have mercy. And the conviction to get saved, to repent, to ask Jesus to come in came from God. Can I get a witness? We had no discernment. And, and so the writer to the Hebrews, who I think is Paul, said, for the word of God, amen, for the word of God, is sharper than any two-edged sword. Now, before, the concept is, it is a discerner and a divider. I had no discernment of my previous life until I got in the Word. Messed up, sinful, that, that was my perilous past. Amen. And that's how you know you're saved. If you're still doing the same thing, you ain't saved a lick. Change is part of salvation. I'm preaching up in here, time. Those irritations ultimately turn into pearls. Hmm. And I think God chooses that avenue so we don't get uppity with people who are still out there. I can't judge you when I was in the mess I was in. And I was in some mess, Doc. Do I have a witness? And God doesn't change your personality. He just changed your focus. Can I get a witness? <sighs> Deep. Particles, irritants. As I reflect back on my life. But not only reflection, but inflection. That is, when you look in, Presently, you still see a bunch of mess. I know I do. Attitudes. Yeah. Mm. Different things that tend to come out. And Paul says, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Mm. With my mind I serve the law of God, but in my flesh the law of sin. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body's death? That whole concept comes from Roman law, that if you commit murder, they take the corpse that you killed, tie it to your back, and make you carry it around so you can smell the stench of what you've done. Lord, have Mm. Inflection. God, why am I going through all of this? It's 
so I can make your irritations pearls. Mm. So you get sin sick and you want God's way. We had no discernment. I didn't know I was hurting other people when I was in that world. I was quick, fast, sarcastic. This past week, I had to go get a colonoscopy, and I had a. I was up at the hospital, and uh, one day in and out. So a nice nurse came, and she said, "Are you okay?" I said, "Nope." She said, why not? I said, I don't like hospitals. She said, neither do I. <laughs> so we both laughed together. But um, so the doctor came in in his little civvies, and he said, hey, he was dressed up. Hey, how you doing? Let me go wash and change. And I was looking at him like, hurry up, man. I want to get out of here. <laughs> and um, everything came out well. The Lord is good. Came up with flying colors. Now I get hit by a truck. But, but my point is, the inflection, the inflection, the, the stuff that's with us right now, the way you think, the way you feel, the way you rationalize, the way you reason, God says, oh no, I got to change all that. There, there are people who manage to live to an old age, and as they're getting older and older and older, and we can't understand it, they start saying, I'm tired, I'm ready to go home. We had an old member years ago, and this is probably 25, 30 years ago, I used to go and visit her and pray with her, and she'd say, Pastor, why won't the Lord take me? Is he mad with me? Now, hey, we're trying to stay alive. She's trying to go home. And, and so, child of God, as we begin to look at this matter of irritations, irritations, God says, I'm going to turn every irritation into a pearl. But it's going to take time. There's going to be a process of pain. We got to go through some pain. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, pain is in your future. Now, don't go home and tell your husband and wife, you are pain. God works these pains. He gives us discernment about where he bought us from. That's enough right there for me to praise him the rest of our lives. Now, I can sit up here and lie, and I, and I ain't no, I, I no lie. I'm going to tell you the truth. Some of us, you know, yeah. did you ever get high? Well, no. I, you, you, you like Clinton. I smoked it, but I didn't inhale it. Mm. For the word of God is powerful. 
Isn't it powerful? The anointing is what breaks yokes. That word, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Thy word is forever settled in heaven. Listen to this, Isaiah 54. Thy word cannot come back void. Once the word goes out, it's got to accomplish what it sets out to do. Now, attribute that to Jesus. Once he left heaven, and became a seed and placed in Mary's womb, the word is not void. He had to do something. It had to happen. He could not come back to heaven empty-handed. He led. I feel like preaching now. Captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Lord, have mercy. Mary, don't clutch me. I have not yet ascended. I have not yet presented myself to the Father. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. God gives us a discernment about the past. About the past. About the past. I, I used to sit back and think, boy, my parents are tough, man. Well, yeah, they were tough. Five boys and one girl in South Philly. Yeah. My sister became a Muslim, came in with all her long dread and long dress and scars with her girlfriends. And Salam alaikum, Miss Ruth. My mother said, Get that out of my house. We believe in Jesus. <clears throat> and some of y'all's parents, what you need to say, you won't say. Because you're more worried about friendship than you are being a parent. Do I have a witness? I tell my kids all the time, I'm your father, I'm not your friend. There's a difference here. Now, I'm going to try to say it in love, and if you don't get it, tough, but I'm going to say it. Can I get a witness? That, that is, child of God, that when, when, you, when you look at the past, God gives us later on a discernment about the past. Look where I brought you from. Look what I did for you. Look how I changed you. Look how I took irritations and turned them into pearls. Look at you now and you're in church waving your hand and praising the name of Jesus. Look at you patting your feet. Look at you reading your word. Look at you in prayer. I changed you. You didn't change yourself. You didn't change yourself. I changed you. Mm, I gave you a new diet, a new appetite. Can I get a witness? That, that is, that is, he gives us a discernment. He gives us a division. He says, for the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword dividing. That means it cuts both ways. Doesn't the word cut both ways? Cuts in, it cuts out. It says, for the word of God is sharp, powerful than any two-edged sword dividing of the soul and the sunder. Now, what does that mean? Only the word of God, Leroy, can cut my soul away from this flesh nature. 
The soul is the seat of your emotions. The soul is your intellect. The soul is your will. It took God years to cut my soul away from my sinful flesh. I'm preaching up in this place. Am I still tempted? Yes, I'm still tempted. Yeah. Do I still have the flesh nature? Yes, I do. I have two natures. But the Lord, through the Word, through the Logos, through the enriched Word, through the engrafted Word, through the eternal Word, start cutting my soul away from my flesh and attached it to Jesus. So now I want to please Him. I don't want to live for myself any longer. I'm not trying to be great. I'm not trying to be rich. Lord, have mercy. I'm not trying to look down on others. No! It's a divider. That word will divide. Won't it divide? That word will divide. When God gave me discernment of my past life, I had to sit there and tears came to my eyes. Everybody I used to hang with, almost all of them, listen to Pastor. He had me go away for seven years to the military. When I came home, all of them were either on drugs, in jail, gangsters carrying guns and everything. These are guys I went to the movies with, went to, the sc- went to school with play dead box. Y'all in Jersey don't know what that is. In the streets with. And God said, let me give you discernment where I bought you from. I snatched you out of hell with smoke still in your garments. And I put you on the street called straight. He divides. And I'm so glad he divided my soul from my sinful flesh. Can I get a witness? Uh, what, what, what I want to do, Sister Arnold, was please Jesus Christ. I want to walk with him. I want to talk with him. I, I, I want him to take my painful particles, my irritations, and turn them into pearls. Can I get a witness? What I used to do, I don't do no more. Where I used to go, I don't go anymore. I'm not trying to straddle the world in the church. My mind is made up. My heart is fixed. Do I have a witness? I'm going all the way with Jesus. He is the Christ. Finally, the projections. That word projects me to have peace. Peace, the peace of God is the determining factor whether you're in God's will or not. When you and I are in God's will, he sends peace. My peace I give unto you, not as the world given unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled. He gives us a peace. Can I get a witness? It's, it's, it's not only a peace, 
it's 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 a promotion. It's a protocol. It's it's come on now. It's a purpose. There there's reasons why I did what I did in your life. What I'm doing in your life. Take the particles like that oyster. Take the irritations that have managed to seep into your life and work them by faith. Cover your conflict. Can I get a witness? And in time, you will produce a pearl. The pearl is what God does in your heart, your will, your mind, your soul. Thank you, Jesus. And, and child of God, what, 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 what we get out of this change in the oyster is that God is so deep through his word that he can take what bothers me, work it, and bless me. He can take uh, uh, those things that I want to get rid of and not let me get rid of them and use them to his glory. He can take my downfallings and transform my uprisings. He can take my complaining and turn it into praise. He can take my history and heal my soul. He can take uh, what's in me that's irritating me and work it out to his glory. You got to let God be God. You cannot keep running from wife to wife, from husband to husband, from church to church. You got to be still and know that he is God. That's what makes him worthy. Thy word, thy word is forever settled. Thy word is an enriched word. Thy word is an engrafted word. Thy word is an eternal word. Thy word is an experiential word. Thy word. Thy word has ordered my steps. Thy word has put praise in my mouth. Thy word has put running in my feet. Clapping in my hands. Joy in my soul. Thy word. Thy word shall not come back, boy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. As I reflect, as I inflect, as I project, thank you, Jesus. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy to be praised. You got to keep on keeping on. Put your eyes on Jesus. Take your eyes off one another. Trust him. Transfer to him. Transform in him. And God will turn your troubles to triumphs. I'm so glad that Jesus is Lord. He's worthy, 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 worthy to be praised. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed.
If you're here this morning, you want to be saved. Jesus is the Son of God, God the Son. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. But you've got to turn away from your sins, repent, and ask him to come in. Is there one you want to give your life to Jesus? Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? If you're not saved, you're on your way to hell. Is there one? Come on up. Is there another? You want to join the church for a Christian experience? You want to get saved? Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. We preach the gospel in this church. Is there another? Stand right here. Come on. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Come on. Come on. Step on out. Step on out. Come on up here. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Is there another? What a mighty God we serve. Is there another? Bless his name. Is there another? Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. You must be born again. Faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. You may be seated. I'm going to ask Brother Arnold that you would take these two, lead them to Christ. Thank you so much for coming up. Friends, you can go with Brother Arnold, okay? Okay? Praise Jesus. That's how I take Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. It's all right. Praise his name. All right. Praise his name. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. We're making our major transition to celebrate the Lord's Supper communion. Reach down and grab the flask, please. Praise Jesus. Thank you. On the night in which he was betrayed, just put it in your hand. Let's do it quietly. If you need help, raise your hands. Deacons are out. On the night that he was betrayed, he took bread, broke it, and said, Take eat, this is my body. That's, that's the purpose. And then he gave a period of time as often as you do this. He gave a prophecy that we ought to look for him to come back. He took bread and broke it, said, take eat, this is my body, let's all take the wafer, which is the body of Jesus Christ. Father, forgive us of our sins, sanctify us. And God, with this wafer, may we be reminded that you died for our sins. Amen. Then on the third passing of the cup, he ordained communion. Drink ye all of it, for this represents the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross for your redemption. Let's all partake. And as often as you do this, you do show until I come back reverence to my name. Let's stand on our feet. Praise the name of Jesus.
Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, what are you going to do with your irritations? Turn them into pearls. Father, thank you for your lordship. Bless us this day. Bless every family under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You are dismissed. Two, two souls got saved. We love you. Hello. We glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we are excited to be back to church on site. As you may know, we were closed for 16 months due to the pandemic. In response, the Lord has laid on our senior pastor's heart a sacrificial pledge to our Lord. And we are excited and asking everyone to participate and give a $250 sacrificial pledge to help us offset monies front-loaded in our recovery from the pandemic. This pledge will be due by September 18th, 2022. Here are a couple ways to give. Please consider giving online following these easy steps. Visit our website at stmatthewsbc.org. Click on Giving Payments. Click on Donations. And choose Sacrificial Pledge 2022 to complete your transaction. Or feel free to mail in your Sacrificial Pledge to St. Matthew's Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. And remember, as you give, God will surely give back to you, just as it says in Luke 6, 38. Give, and it will be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Thank you in advance for your pledge, and God bless you. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment form. Hello.
Yeah.